This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn along with Mark Hostetler, and we are in podcast number two of talking about the importance of the resurrection. The one thing that we were just talking about, Mark, was in 1 Corinthians 15. And if you don't know this and and you need to hear this, this this is really important. If you want to know what the gospel is and what a definition of the gospel is, go to 1 Corinthians verses 3 through 4. This is a definition of the gospel. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised again on the third day according to the scriptures. That's it. That's This is the gospel. He, he died. He didn't just die. Okay, it's not important, solely important that Christ died. What is ultra important is Christ died for our sins. That's right. So he, that, that means he, he became the sacrifice. He took on the, right. the penalty um, for us, right. you know, that we deserved. Right. He, he, he was the substitutionary sacrifice. Sure, absolutely. You know? Right. And he was buried, meaning he was dead, and he came yeah. back from the dead. We're celebrating that on Easter. Easter, by the time you hear this podcast, is going to be three weeks and change away. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And by oh, the way, man. this is our fast day. that We're doing this on oh, Friday. Man. I feel so hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, yeah, I was, I I'm, 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 I'm hurting right now. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did actually, you guys. I did a funeral today, and I knew I didn't eat a ton last night because I don't need to eat a ton, in my opinion, right now. So yeah. I'm trying to run and mm-hmm. get cut winter flab, probably like some of the rest of you are too. Mm. And so I knew it coming in, and I wanted Mark. I wanted to cop out, like I wanted oh. to say, no, you can't do a funeral and not eat. You can't go do that graveside and not have something on your stomach and not eat for instance the day before. And I thought to myself, no, you can. Yeah. Christ fasted for 40 days. That's right. Yeah, that's you, right. Bill, can do this. You can do it. And yeah. you're going to do it because you know why? God's going to strengthen you. Yeah. And that's what I believe. Today's focus is marriages and families. Right. And so I was walking down the hall and and I just felt my belly growling, you know, and I said, Lord, take this hunger and fix a marriage for me, God. <laughs> you know, like, Bring it on. Like, just do it. Um, but I, I, I love, too, how Christ, I mean, how many witnesses there were, too. Oh, man. You know, that's Over huge, 500. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a huge part of our faith. Mm-hmm. And as Paul said, when he was giving testimony at the end of acts to the kings he was standing in front of look guys this wasn't done in a corner mm. you can go ask for yourself i mean i'm not the That's only right. person who saw this stuff happen yeah and i mean he did see a resurrected lord and it changed his life and sometimes people will say yes but they could have died for a lie they could have died mm. believing something that was untrue and i said okay generations later somebody could believe in a light. Mm. These guys saw it or they did not. They're not going to go knowing. They knew. These guys aren't people that heard it from someone Mm. else. When Paul dies for this, Peter dies for this, John dies for this, these are men who saw the resurrected Lord. They never recanted their story. They never changed because there was a reality. They weren't even looking for it. I mean, Mary Magdalene goes to the grave. Where did you put where did you put Jesus when the body was gone? She wasn't yeah. even thinking resurrection. Yeah. Then saw Jesus Christ, of course. Mm. And and it wasn't a mistaken identity either because they had the nail marks and the spear mark. 
Yeah. Now, I mean, the difference, this is why Paul, he says, I'm the last of the apostles to me. And, you know, he shows up to me last of all. He appeared to me. This was, I don't know how many years later, but this was years later. Uh, the, the glorified Christ, you know, shows up at the, on the road to Damascus. He shows up to Paul. This is, you know, so Paul wasn't the eyewitness account at the point of Christ's resurrection, but Years later, on the road to Damascus, persecuting church people, Jesus shows up to him. Unbelievable story to me, you know. Can um, I say, I mean, going along with that, mm-hmm. that the first martyr for faith in Jesus Christ is Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Paul, who was named Saul at the time, his name when he became a preacher uh, became Paul instead of Saul. He held the coats. That's right. And now he's writing about. He's writing about it right here in First Corinthians, but he held it. Yeah, he took absolutely. part. I mean, he took part in Stephen, mm-hmm. that first one. And the reason that Stephen died was because he believed in Jesus Christ. And when they were taking him out to kill him, he said, I see Christ. Oh, oh they gosh. were so mad. Yeah. He said, I see Christ seated at the right hand of God. And, and he has this vision. I'm going to talk about it on Sunday, actually. Oh, my goodness. And when yeah. you hear this, you'll have already heard that sermon if you were there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm going to talk about that power of how people made profession and lost their lives for oh. No reason other than what they believed. They were innocent people. They were doing the right thing, and they were persecuted because of what they did. And I think of Micaiah, the tie-in was Micaiah the prophet with Ahab, because mm-hmm. I'm preaching about Ahab and Elijah. Micaiah was thrown in jail because he told him the truth. And sometimes we do suffer for our faith. And Absolutely. so you bring up the resurrection, the significance of it was, yes, yeah, Stephen died because he believed in that resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's mm-hmm. what solidified that Christ was the Messiah and his Lord. And then you think of Paul turning around from being the greatest tormentor of the church to the greatest teacher of the church, all because of the resurrection. The resurrection is life-changing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is what our faith is rooted in. Uh, In the last podcast, we had talked briefly about the three main elements that we try to bring up in a funeral, love, faith, and hope, you know? And right now we're talking about faith, and one of my favorite scriptures is John 5.24. I tell you the truth, the one who hears my message and believes the one who sent me has eternal life, will not be condemned, but has crossed from death to life. Right. When we do these podcasts, you'll hear several days later, but... On this day, I just did a funeral. I used that same verse right at yeah. the tail end. Same verse. Oh. I mean, I loved it. I mean, this, yeah. it's, it's just pointing. You, the other one you bring up a lot, I think, is in Corinthians as well. Second um, Corinthians 5, maybe. Oh, absolutely. Today I didn't, but yeah, up, a lot of times. Swallowed yep. up by life. You know, this idea that, you know, they're not gone. They, they've right. been sw- they haven't been swallowed by death. They've been swallowed by life, you know? Sometimes yeah. it depends on the struggle. I think the group that I'm going to be speaking mm. to is having somebody younger I'll bring it up more. It's one of my favorite passages yeah. to go to when it comes yeah. to hope is second Corinthians five, mm-hmm. where it talks about we're made for this. God has made us for this purpose. He made us to live. Yeah. That's the purpose. That's right. And again, going back to this resurrection, but he, he said that uh, Christ is indeed, you know, if we could live on, let us eat, drink tomorrow, we die. But Christ has indeed been raised. If Christ hasn't mm. been raised from the dead, it changes your life. But if, yeah. but Christ has been raised from the dead. He knows it. Paul said, has been, this is a fact. Christ has been raised from the dead, first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since yeah. death came through a man, meaning Adam, mm-hmm. the resurrection of the dead comes through the, a man. For as an Adam all die in Christ, all will be made alive. I love yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. That goes right with what we were just talking about. You're crossing from death to life. Right. Uh, Christ did. He raised up. So if he raised from the dead, that means I can be raised from the dead too. Right. You know? And it takes faith in that. I mean, that's one of the things you have to believe in it. Like the criminal crucified next to Jesus Christ said, remember Mm. me when you come into your kingdom. At least there was a statement of faith. Mm. 
And yeah. I was just a question, actually, just in the last 24 hours, I was questioned, hey, if somebody leads somebody in prayer uh, to, hey, if you pray this prayer, you're going to heaven, is that going to give them false hope? Because you're, are you believing in words or you really believe? I said, well, I mean, that's a good question. I said, but the fact of the matter is, if you believed, our faith is conveyed through words. That's it. In other words, yeah. when I, it says confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God has raised him from mm -hmm. the dead. This is Romans 10, 9. And, and believe, you will be saved. And yeah. you will be saved. Right? Believe that God has raised him from the dead. Confess that he is Lord, right? And mm -hmm. I said, well, if you, the words you said were expressive of true faith, then yes, those words are saving. Absolutely. And, and you can't judge that. I can't judge that. Nobody can judge that but the Lord Almighty who knows our heart and mind, who knows the heart and intentions of every person. And that person, um, they know it. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I would not want somebody to go out and think I said the words abracadabra and I... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm not saying abracadabra. I'm just saying, in other words, I said the the magic formula, the, the sinner's prayer, and all of a sudden... And I didn't really believe anything. My mm. life's not really changed. We're not talking about that. We're talking no. about, no, you have true faith. Your life is going to change oh, for yeah. a fact. But anyway, I, he, yeah. he talks about in here going on, some people ask, how are the dead raised? And with what kind of body will they come? And he said, what you sow doesn't come to life unless it dies. So it's talking about you put a seed in the ground, just like yeah. we buried many people with like a seed in the ground. And when you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps a weed or something else. But God gives it a body as he is determined to each one to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. And so I love that. And he mm -hmm. says, so it will be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown perishable is raised imperishable, sown in dishonor, raised in glory, sown in weakness, raised in power, uh, sown in natural body, raised in spiritual body. My goodness, I mean, you could be blind from birth, get to heaven and see. You could be uh, crippled or something wrong from birth. Mm -hmm. You could be not clear thinking and, and have uh, some type of mental impairment cleared up. Yeah. Like you're, we're perishable, man. This whole, this body of ours is perishable. It's failing. And I love how he said, but you know, that body you're going to get is imperishable. Oh, oh. It's, it's honorable. It's got power. It's spiritual, man. Hope. I, I love that these people are coming to him and they're, they're challenging him about this. They're like, how are the dead going to be raised? You know, right. I could just, there's this tone about this conversation, right? In verse 36, he says, how foolish are you? You know, right. and he's like, and he goes on to answer them. It's just as God right. determined it. Don't question God's ability. Right now, Bill, I'm I'm going through the Bible in 90 days, and and I'm reading a large chunk in Ezekiel Amazing. right now. Amazing. And, and and it's I gotta be honest with you, it is so difficult, this Ezekiel passage, because it's it's talking about cherubim flying around with you know four heads and wings and hands coming underneath the wings and eyes all over its body and there's wheels and stuff with eyes all over right. it i go how is this possible what right. i don't there's things in heaven that that god has created we know nothing of right and we think well how is this possible that we would be raised and and get a spiritual body and all that listen let God deal with that. Right. That's God's stuff. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, trust wanna, him. You there's, know? there's plenty of things that would fit into that, oh. that mold. But I, th the reality of this, I remember years ago, you'll story time, folks, grab your coffee, <laughs> take a sip. I'm going to tell you a story. Years ago, I was at the graveside of a friend. I had done mm. the funeral. He was young. Uh, he was my next door neighbor. He had three young daughters, and mm. it was hard. And mm. 
I read this passage and I gave each one of those little children a seed. Well, there's a pumpkin seed, zucchini, I don't remember. I gave each one a seed and said, remember, what we plant here is coming back. Wow. It's going to come back different, mm. but a seed is not does not come to life unless you plant it first. A seed on a mm. piece of cement, a seed in a jar is never going to germinate. You've got to plant it. And when yeah. we're planted, we're like that seed. God's going to bring us back someday. And, man, I mm. lost it. One of the only times in a funeral I ever did, and I remember mm. the funeral director told me, Bill, that's the last time you'll ever cry at a funeral, and it was. Wow. That was the last time I ever did. And he just said, Jeez. you got to be strong. You mourn before, you mourn later. But in that time, man, he goes, I expect you not mm. to to ever do it again. I remember I was probably, man, I was young, you know, young to me anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was probably young 30s yeah. at the time. Wow. And I remember him telling me that. And I took it to heart. You know, I, I know people say, Bill, you should have never taken those words to heart. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter now because, I mean, I, I've been in ministry for decades, you know, yeah. so at this point. But, I mean, I did take it from heart. And I realized, no, you got to be strong for people because you got hope. You know what I'm saying? You got hope. You you've got hope, and you got to be strong for them. What a great illustration, though, man! What a what a great way to like really solidify this in those children's mind. Just like, hey, this is this is what uh, you know that seed in your hand, dude. This is reality Um, for me. I mean, I've had a stand with these people so many times, and I I don't. People sometimes ask me, you know, how many funerals have you done? How many weddings? I don't know. Mm, I mean, I've been here. My goodness, if I only did six a year times thirty one, I mean. And that could be easily, I've done six a year, quite possibly more. Mike, that would be 180 mm. right there. Mm. You know, if My I did goodness. three funerals, yeah. I, I mean, at times, there. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're talking, I mean, weddings. I've done a lot of weddings, a lot of funerals for sure. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of different situations. I've seen a lot of different cases. And I've been in a lot of interesting contexts for sure, uh, being called to be, to stand with that family. And I've one thing I've realized is you come with compassion. You know, you yeah. have, you, oh, yeah. I've said it, I said it years ago. They may not remember what I said, but they'll remember how I said it. That's right. And if I had compassion and love, that sometimes is the one thing I want them to remember. If they were so grief stricken, their minds are so such a sandstorm in there of grief mm. that they couldn't really hear. I just want them to know where to turn, you know, when, it, it. when it's all said and done. And I've heard at times, like some of the great people in our church have come because of, Funerals. I think a funeral mm. you did recently, and uh, I've seen a families coming to church because yeah. of a funeral you did. Yeah. And I think it's important to communicate that. But here's another thing that we communicate: when when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying is written will come true: death has been swallowed up in victory. Ooh, ooh. Here you go. Yes. Why I do you love like that? that part? You know. Why do you love um, it, buddy? Well, because right now the reality is, is we're going to die. You know, that's reality. That's a reality. Um, there will be a day where you don't ever have to worry about that again. Right. It's swallowed up. Right. It's it's done. And we we have Jesus to thank for that. Right. Now that's that's an unbelievable good message for me because I I, I love the Lord Jesus Christ and right. I believe in him to be provide my salvation. Right. But it would be horrifying if I didn't know him. Right. Because the same is true on that side. Right. Eternal torment is also true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you it's it's forever. Right. You don't actually die in hell. Right. No. It goes on forever. I, honestly, you know? I wish you would. I wish you did. I wish it was annihilation. I'd rather believe in annihilation, but I can't because it says that the flame goes up forever and ever. That's right. But uh, the good news is, is that we have, li- those of us who know Jesus, who have become part of God's family, have life everlasting. And actually, that's what Adam had. 
You know, Adam and Eve, they had that. They had life eternal. Right. But they chose to eat the fruit. And, and Paul says, stop sinning. You know, uh, right above that. He's, that. Like, yeah. he's like, stop sinning. Right. Don't do that. Why? Because sin produces death in us, right. man. You know, it was stop in uh, that. thirty. It was right after Bad Company, Krupp's Good Morals. Yeah, exactly. It was a, so right. that's fifteen thirty three, mm-hmm. and it was right after that mm-hmm. where he says, "Guys, you got to wake up, man. You got to your life's got to change because of the resurrection. The resurrection can't just be yes. comforting. It's also got to be challenging. So, resurrection as comfort." We know we'll live again. Resurrection is challenge. We know we'll live again. And because yeah. we'll live again, we're going to stand before God. Yeah. And he said that, thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So where, oh, death is your victory, where, oh, death is your sting. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Why? Because of the resurrection. That's it. Don't, yeah. guys, let nothing move you. Don't mm. let the doubts of others mm. move you. Don't let a callous society move you. Don't yeah. let a society who thinks that they, they're the ones that have all the answers like we live in a very man-centered world it's going back to that humanistic man's the center of the universe where we are not the center of the universe bad company corrupts good morals don't do that don't allow it nothing move you always give yourself fully to the work of the lord you know that your labor in the lord is not in vain so hey guys you know that what you do in the Lord is not in vain. Mm. You know it's not a waste of time. What a wonderful, wonderful promise. I mean, thank you, Lord, for somebody that's, you know, for some of us that have given our lives to serving him. You know, that's a great, like, boost of confidence for us, man. I mean, your work is not in vain. No, it's not. You know? uh, No, I I think it's fantastic. And we hope that you've appreciated uh, tuning in with these verses uh, with us today. I'm going to turn Mark loose. Mark's been helping me with the podcast today. Mark, thank you for <laughs> doing welcome, this. Man. Mark has, uh, is going to counseling next. I'm going to go to finishing my sermon for Sunday morning. He's got a funeral tomorrow. Yeah. So this guy's been working every day since. And well, you know, I don't know. You know what? How many days in a row you've been working? It's been a while. It's so. been. So you know what's exciting, though? Yeah. Sunday, we get to worship the Lord. Yeah, and do. one of we the do. songs we're going to end with on Sunday is Victory in Jesus. Well, what and about the Lazarus song, Rise no, Up? I love that too, Rise That's Up. Like, but, no, you wait. But when we're talking about this ending, ending with this verse here, thanks right. be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. It reminds me of what's coming Sunday. I'm right. going to hear the people of God sing this out in a celebration, knowing <laughs> that, man, we have victory. Death, where is your sting? It is no more because we know right. we have moved from death to life in Christ. Hallelujah. And, hallelujah. And, and at some point, listen, we're going to catch up on our rest at some point, but right now we're giving ourselves fully to the work of the Lord because we know that our labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. And I know that yeah. the work I did in the funeral day, work you did in the funeral day, work we're doing this podcast, works in sermon, works in classes we're teaching, you know, is not, is not in vain. Counseling, yeah. not in vain. You know, it's not in vain, all the stuff that we do helping other people because God is with us and there's a there's a day coming where God will say, I appreciate this, this stuff and all the stuff you guys do. We really appreciate it. So yeah. thank you for tuning in. Uh, one good work you could do for us is just to, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel of the church, Equal Bible Church, go find that and do it. Uh, share these podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. You can easily copy the link, throw it up, on your Facebook page, you know, we'd appreciate that too. All the help that you can give us as we're working to help you guys have an awesome and a blessed week.